Spider-Man, a woo-hoo. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do, Spider-Man, a woo-hoo. A modern podcast where Chris and Mike talk about TV, movies, superheroes, and everything in between. It's time for Superhero Slate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name is Mike Royer. And today, we break down the latest Civil War trailer. Finally. We tell you Luke Cage's debut date. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to look at some X-Men posters. Yeah, that's another them. movie. Yeah, and some more. We got some more news. A big, big, big news week, actually. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's it's obvious we've been letting everybody know that kind of like the main headliner of this show is going to be that Civil War trailer. And we're, we're basically going to jump into that first here shortly, but... I don't know. Yeah. Did any did anything else notable happen happen to you this week before we jump into probably what affected us most? So this is kind of the debut of Comic Con season, uh, is mm-hmm. what I would say. Um, this weekend, there's I think in Chicago, I think there was like a fandom fest or something with a bunch of like celebrities. Mm-hmm. But I chose to go to Lexington Comic and Toy Con, mm-hmm. and I bought a fuck ton of comic books. Uh, metric. It's a metric fuck ton, by the way. That's my favorite amount of comic uh, books. Uh, enough to where I had to like. I have this four like this shelf or this I guess a, a square with like four shells on it like mm-hmm. it's four cubes. I had to remove books uh, from and from the first and second and make a whole new third one that I haven't never used before. Mm-hmm. So I bought a lot of trades, a lot of good trades. Um, I bought a Spider Man, uh, a, a little Marvel Select figure. I guess mm-hmm. he's a bigger one uh, in honor of something we're going to talk about later. <laughs> uh, and also, uh, my birthday's this week. I'm not. I don't want to toot my own horn, but it's related to what's going on here. Uh, it's uh, your birthday. You're allowed to, to toot your own horn and not feel guilty about it. My my fiance bought me Marvel Cinematic Universe Risk. Oh, cool! I didn't uh, even know they had that. I don't even know how to play Risk, so I don't even know if that's incorporates well or not. It does. You can play it regular way, or you can play it with their new rules where you control Captain America, Iron Man, the Winter Soldier, um, Ultron, and uh, there's a fifth one. I can't think of who it is. Hmm. All right. Uh, it's not Loki, because Loki is actually like something... Thor. It's Thor. There he is. So, um, it's really cool. I'm really excited. Uh, when I opened up, apparently there's a Civil War Risk game coming out. Oh, uh, cool. To tie in with the movie as well. So, you'll end up probably having that, too, and having even less shelf space over at that place. Yeah, well, uh, we have a game closet. Uh, it used to be a linen closet. Now it's full of board games and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that, that that works out. And I have almost no. I think I have all the Civil War pots that have oh, been you're, released. You're you're so prepped and ready. Uh, I am ready for for Civil War. Uh, what about <laughs> what about you? Anything good going on? Man, uh, we're just we're just trying to get our 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 house our kingdom in shape because we are reaching that um, that moment kind of where. It's like, I feel like the summer comes earlier and earlier every year because I bookmark my summers with movies. So Batman and Superman is just two weeks away. Like I was floored when I, when I, when I saw that it was like a, like a social graphic, probably like on Instagram or something of like Wonder Woman and it said like two more weeks. And I was just like, holy crap. And then I realized, oh yeah, Daredevil's the week before that. That means that Daredevil is, is, is this week, the week that we're recording this podcast. So like me and my wife are already starting to make plans for Friday. 
like so we're like okay as soon as you get home from work we're gonna get some like takeout food you know we're gonna come back here we're gonna sit down we're gonna watch some daredevil and then like you're gonna be at like cons like all weekend so you're gonna have to try to find a way to work daredevil in there so so it's definitely because this weekend for me is c2e2 the chicago comic and entertainment expo which is my favorite Mm -hmm. thing every year uh if anyone knows me and I will be there representing Superhero Slate. If anyone yeah. is, is going to be there, I'll be giving out stickers. Um, but yeah, so Daredevil comes out Friday, and I'll be at the con all day. Um, but I'm going to come home that night, and the guys um, who I've guessed on their podcast for, Bagged and Bearded, mm-hmm. uh, they're actually staying in my hotel room with me. Um, oh, nice. So we're going to watch the first episode and record like our little preview. Uh, oh, cool. Thing. I like that. Uh, and, like and a first I mean, impressions type deal. Yeah, yeah. Like hey, it's not a full review, but like, hey, we're not gonna do a reaction video because that's stupid as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're gonna do that, and I might post it on. Um, it's not gonna be a superhero slate podcast, but I will post it on our Facebook page, so you guys can can get a vibe before we record our yeah. spoiler cast. Yeah, so. and then like trying to figure out how like we've we've kind of had like a general idea of how we're gonna to lay out these uh, spoiler casts, but it, it sounds like uh, Batman and Superman. And the Daredevil spoiler cast are going to come out on the same weekend. So there's just yeah. going to be plenty of stuff to be listening to coming up here shortly. And uh, and then we have like this kind of weird month of April where <laughs> I, nothing really nothing really comes out. But that's like the last empty month almost But that's okay because all the TV shows will be in full steam for April. Yeah, that's true. I mean, isn't that... April is what they can consider like sweeps month, right? Yes, and, and yeah. we're going to talk more about that later. We got a lot of stuff on today's point. Yeah, it's it's going to be crazy. So like we're ramping up. We've been talking about 2016 being huge, and it's 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 starting. Like we are just like we are a mere few days away from kind of Daredevil getting everything into full swing. You yeah, know, that's right. Dead, Deadpool is like the like the 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 appetizer. It's an appetizer, yeah. Yeah, and it was an amazing appetizer. You know, like when you go to a restaurant, and you open up the menu, and you're like, oh man, these appetizers like look just as good. I should just order a couple appetizers. But then like the yeah. the, the real meal comes out, and I don't know. I'm just I'm excited, and I'm and I'm running out of uh, euphemisms here. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. But you you bring up a good point. It's 2015. I want to kick it off. Or 2016. Goddamn. Um, <laughs> I want to kick it off in a good way. I got a giveaway that I'm sponsoring here on Superhero Slate. Okay. All right. So um, I have six codes <coughs> for Star Wars Steam games that I got for free because the Humble Bundle was out last month. I bought it. It was actually the second one, so I've got a bunch of double codes. Mm-hmm. And I want to give them out to our audience or our audience and our listeners because that is very very sweet of you. Because I'm not gonna. I can't redeem two codes like that's stupid. I got two digital copies of Battlefront. What? 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 That'd be stupid of me. So mm. I'm going to give it out to you guys. And here's how you can win these codes. So first off, like our Facebook page and share the next couple shows that we do. Um, we've got, you know, two spoiler casts and two episodes coming up the next two weeks. Share those. That's all I ask. Nothing fancy. Uh, you can also retweet our tweets for another chance to win. That's that's a good way to get three entries right there. And lastly, um, anyone who has reviewed us on iTunes and left a worded review, and it's been published, um, so we're going to give a couple weeks for this uh, to get published, will also be entered. So everyone's going to have multiple entries. We're going to be, it's going to be great. It's awesome. Tell your friends. The more we have, the merrier, I feel. Like, it's not going to diminish anyone else's chances. I think the more we have, the better. So if, worst case scenario, just tell them, hey, listen for your chance to get this 
code because these games are awesome. Yeah. So, so it, it sounds like just to uh, simplify it, just interact with us online in in yeah. some sort of variation. And basically, if uh, if if your name pops up in one of the many uh, notifications that we may that we may get on a social platform, you're you're basically you can exactly be one there of these there codes. there is no wrong way to to be entered. And maybe you do something super creative that I didn't say or we didn't think of you're definitely going to be entered and maybe definitely win. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're going to work it out, but we got six games just to give you a taste of them. Knights of the old Republic, Knights of the old Republic two mm-hmm. empire at war, the gold edition, uh, dark forces, dark forces two. And of course, a lot of people's favorite star Wars battlefront two. Yeah, man. I realize how, how far out of the game I've been with video games where like video games like operate off of like digital codes now. And like, I think the last video game I bought was like on a physical disc. I know people still do that now, but like, it's just like they're getting into that transitional phase where things are digital now. And I'm like, I'm left in the dust. <laughs> it's totally true. Uh, this week I bought a uh, Tom Clancy's division for my Xbox one. Mm-hmm. I actually bought it online on Monday and let it download early so I could play on Tuesday. Didn't buy a disc at all. <laughs> so we are we are living in the future, but yeah, just interact with us. We're gonna give you free games from Star Wars because we love Star Wars. You can listen to our spoiler cast and find that out for sure. And <laughs> and I definitely want to. I want you guys to have these things because I can't do anything with them. Mm-hmm. So, um, but other than that, let's jump into the news. We've we've killed enough time. We've we've been dragging it out. Let's talk about what everyone's talking about. Mm-hmm. Captain America: Civil War, the. Third trailer is what I'm yeah. going to call it, the third yeah. trailer. And just just to like kind of uh, to load in this conversation, so we, we knew ahead of time that this was going to be coming on, it was Thursday? Was it Thursday? I believe so. Yeah, so we knew it was coming on Thursday because we had the we had the advance notice. It didn't come with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but we kind of, uh, fig- we started figuring that out because there was no announcement. They weren't just going to drop this secretly. So we're like, okay, it's obviously not coming with the premiere of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but then the very next day we got that, oh, stay tuned for Thursday, this new trailer. Yes, so, the, 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 and those teasers, which are linked in our notes, were actually really awesome-looking teasers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like them to, like, an NFL or a football, like, some sort of basketball sports thing, like, where they, mm-hmm. like, here's your team and they like have them like real dramatic like i really like that style that was really awesome and basically how the how these trailer drops usually work for me personally is they always seem to come out early east coast time so you're always the one texting me telling me that these (laughs) trailers are up so usually i am like literally waking up rolling over and i look at my phone and i go oh there's a new trailer out this morning because you text me so like like I was anticipating this trailer so much that I it, I think some of the anxiety anticipation was kind of seeping into my dreams that 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 Wednesday night because I just couldn't just couldn't quite get a, a, a good sleep so like when I woke up and I and I saw the trailer haven't dropped yet and I was like well what's going on these trailers are always ready to go for me in the morning and then uh, usually if they if they premiere in the evening they're usually attached to a TV show and we're told ahead of time so I'm just like well it's not we haven't heard about a TV show or anything. So when is this trailer coming? So it was really, really weird. You know, I was waiting until the last minute to basically get into my car and um, head to the radio station. And like, as I get in my car and as I'm driving about to get on the highway, you, you tell me it's up, it's here. I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I want to watch this, but I don't want to watch it on my phone. So I know like as soon as I get to the office, I can, you know, I can watch it on like a really nice big Mac monitor and everything. But then like you send me these continuous text messages over and over again that goes, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. Or like, holy crap. No, it, like, it, it, no. the, the correct phrase was, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Yeah. Because so, like, the, of this trailer. Yeah. So these text messages from you are 
rolling in. And I, I know I trust you enough to not spoil anything from a trailer from me because you understand how I like to consume my uh, my superhero media. But at the same time, I was just like, I, I'm, I, I wasn't 100% sure. So basically, I put my phone down. Like I put it in the seat next to me. I'm like, I'm not going to look at this phone until I park and after I've watched the trailer. So like even like my wife who, who watched the trailer while I'm driving to the office was like sending me text messages like, oh, did you watch the new trailer? It was so awesome. I'm, I'm just like, I put it all away. And then like, I finally got to see the trailer. And then that's when things exploded for me. And I was like all over the internet. I was like posting pictures, memes all over the place. I was going crazy. Yeah. So the thing with me is this trailer is awesome. And, and the, the I'm just going to get it out of the way right now is the big reveal is Spider-Man at the end. And mm-hmm. uh, what we called, what we predicted last week was called the payoff trailer. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we talked about it in person or just on here, but um, I, 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 nothing in the trailer is a spoiler to me because it's obviously a trailer. Yeah. Um, but like, I was like, tr- I don't want to tell people, I'm like, Hey, watch this trailer. You'll like it, but I don't want to tell them why they'll like it. Mm. And a lot of people were like, Oh, Spider-Man, like, like you were. And you're like, I don't even care. Spider-Man everywhere, which is really funny. So I, I enjoyed that. It was a good time. Um, yeah. Like, uh, and that's kind of how we're going to talk about the trailer right now is there, it's, there's two very specific things to talk about. Like, even though Spider-Man is the biggest deal, He's just a very brief moment mm. at the very end. So I want to make sure that we don't overshadow 99% of the trailer that has lots of really yeah. good stuff in it. So we're going to talk about basically the first 99% in, in, in length. And then we're going to talk about, obviously, the coolest part at the very, very end. So This will be the only podcast you'll ever hear where you'll hear someone say Spider-Man is the 1%. <laughs> and and uh, that that's pretty funny. But yeah, so you're right. It's not called Spider-Man Civil War. It's called Captain America Civil War. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about how just amazing this was a couple standout moments uh ant-man on an arrow yes that that's probably the biggest takeaway from this like from the first chunk of the trailer yeah they're they're battling we get to see ant-man uh again on an arrow from hawkeye Mm -hmm. Uh, scarlet witch taking down the vision which we presume is one of the strongest people in the cinematic universe at this point Mm -hmm. uh brought him to his knees uh a lot of uh Still frame stuff I want to talk about here in a second. Um, kind of, kind of shows a couple things that I, I caught while I was watching, but had to go back and look at. Um, but also at the same time, uh, this one one line that Captain America says is, you know, I could do this all day. Really throws back to the first Captain America movie. It makes me feel like they get that this is a Captain America story mm-hmm. in uh, Avengers two point five. Yeah. Um, but, but what's something like for you, Mike, what is something that you, you got out of this? Well, I, I think the thing that I'm taking away, uh, from these trailers the most and specifically this trailer, it's just like, it dawned on me that this is like the first like superhero movie in a, in maybe ever where there really hasn't been like a, a lead uh, villain, you know, it, it's so strange to have these two teams pitted against each other, and we don't really know what team we're supposed to be on. You know, they both have reasonings for the size that they're supposed to be on, but like, you know, that they're not trying to necessarily kill each other; they're trying to like neutralize each other. Um, so it's just like we know Baron Zemo is supposed to be in this movie somehow, and we saw we see Crossbones a little bit in this trailer, but they are just like they're just like almost insignificant with the amount of screen time that they've had in the trailer so far. So I'm just really curious, like, since they've given us just enough to to just want the movie, but we don't really know where it's going to go. Like, I feel like this movie is going to have insane amounts of ramifications going forward with the next couple phases. You know, because... 
it, it, when when I when I watch this, I contrast it to the Batman vs Superman trailer, mainly because it's it's two opposing sides that are both good going after each other. But with the Batman Superman trailers, we've gotten a very 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 concrete look that Lex Luthor is pulling the strings. He's the real bad guy. Doomsday's in there. They're eventually going to team up and fight that thing at the very, very end. We have no inkling like that whatsoever with this um, right. Civil War trailer. We don't know what's going to happen. And, you know, watching these trailers, I'm trying I'm trying to, like, piece together the locations in my mind. Like, okay, we got that airport scene. You know, that's kind of where a Spider-Man pops up. You know, I, I've seen some cars with some, like, long, skinny license plates, so it looks like maybe they're in, like, Germany. Yeah, they're they're in Europe at some point in time. So like, I'm trying to like to to piece these locations together in my head, and I I, I just can't I just can't quite figure it out. Like, I feel like there's like a set piece somewhere in there that they're that they're leaving out. I'm like, oh, is that going to be the final? Act? So there's just like all these questions in my head that I'm trying to answer, and I love that, and I love how they've made this this trailer really a good trailer. They're not giving things away. They're giving us the feeling emotionally. And I feel like they've really balanced it well, where I'm starting to get more of Tony Stark in this trailer of, of his kind of viewpoint. We've gotten a lot of Captain America and what he's fighting for, and I feel like we got a little bit more of what Tony's fighting for in this trailer, which is nice balancing out the sides. So it, it, it was just – it was a really emotional trailer still. You know, we've talked about the other trailers have had that really emotional feel, and we were kind of mm-hmm. waiting for the summer blockbuster type level, level trailer. And this is the closest that we're going to get, but it's still very emotional. Emotional. And it, it really harkens back to Winter Soldier, which has got to be like if my favorite Marvel movie right now, if not of all time, you know. So it's just like, man, like I'm so excited. Like it definitely is overshadowing Batman Superman for me right now, even though that's the next movie coming up. But like, like I'm not complaining either way. The fact that we get gets to watch both of these movies within like five weeks of each other, like hell yeah. Yeah, so it's pretty awesome. I really like this trailer. Again, it teases us without giving us everything. And I think that that matters because we care about these characters. We spent eight years building a relationship with these characters in their own movies. Mm-hmm. And now they're at each other. We're like, well, what's really going on? And we get a little bit of both sides, like government control versus non-government control. And a couple of things, you know, I point out, uh, we get Black Panther for the first time. Uh, oh, he is looking badass. He is looking good. He's he's He's... His suit's reflecting bullets from a machine gun and a helicopter. Uh, and he's looking great. He can outrun uh, a motorcycle, even. Oh, uh, yeah. And jump up and take that out. He's looking slick. We were not we're not going to see Wakanda in the film. That was confirmed this week as well. So mm-hmm. don't get your hopes on that just yet. But uh, that's... Black Panther's huge. Um, and, yeah, honestly, like, there's so much to this trailer. Because I, I, when I look at it, I, I, I go frame by frame when I look at stuff. Bucky's in the same red shirt for a lot of the film. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's like an incident that happens and then it just keeps getting drawn out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like, it's just like a big, like a long, a really, really long day. Kind of like in winter soldier. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be huge and it's going to escalate and boil and then just blow up. Um, they did some really sneaky editing on this as well. Uh, it looks like Bucky is the one who shoots roads out of the sky. Mm-hmm. He's inside on that shot. And, uh, okay. And, and he's outside and it looks like an energy beam from actually vision takes out roads if you look at the coloration of it just mm-hmm. just want to point that out um there is a shot and with bucky on the ground with his arm cut off his metal arm in one of the frames oh i didn't catch that uh when captain america's beaten up iron man mm-hmm. if you look behind him you see it i mean it's it's there it's not like it's hidden very well like it's they they want you to know 
But also, at the same point where Iron Man smacks Captain America in the face, there are two Buckies in that shot. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so, um, at the beginning, when those doors open on the on that winter uh, base, like the snowy base, uh-huh. there's a Hydra symbol in the middle of it. And seeing two Buckies later on, and one's in that, 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 that I guess, the chamber that we kind of see in the trailer. Mm-hmm. One's in there and one's not. So, I'm like, what's going on? Uh, yeah. I, I just, I, I love the questions that are There are more questions, not, like looking at the details, that opens up more questions than we had when we didn't look at the details. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's how a trailer really should be. It should be yeah. raising all these questions and not answering, oh, is Doomsday going to be in the trailer? Oh, yeah, yeah Doomsday's in the movie. Yeah, we, 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 don't, we don't know what act, what is, and that's, mm-hmm. that's really, really good. I'm really excited. Um, also, I want to point out, you can buy your tickets already. Did you buy yours, Mike? Oh, yeah. It's so funny because I was so enthralled in this trailer and so hype and i had to uh, i had to immediately and instantly go to the internet and just like share my excitement that i totally missed the ta- the the very like last frame of the trailer that basically said tickets on sale now and i think i was even like talking to you online and i was just like man i wish these tickets were on sale already and you're like the tickets are on sale and i was just like oh shit so like i went right away and i bought my tickets and it's really, really cool when you can buy your tickets online and pick your seats because you can kind of see who's jumped on the opportunity already. And I'm just like, oh, I can see the perfect seat right in the middle has already been taken. So I know that's going to be a super fan of this movie. So I got my seats right right next to that person. So I'm just like, we're going to be right next to somebody that's just excited to see this movie as I am. So like, and then like, I, I feel like that it gives me a feeling of safety. And like when you jump on them right away and you get premier seats, you're usually surrounded by people that definitely want to watch the movie. You don't have to worry about like stragglers or kids or anyone being annoying. So like, yeah, I got my tickets. I'm ready to go. I like yep. I, I put it in my like my uh, reminder on my phone because like I got all all these stuff coming up soon. All these movies, I got to keep track of them when they're co- when they're coming That's on. Totally true. Uh, I went and bought mine. Um, actually. Uh, they didn't have them available the first day for when I went and looked at the theater I want to go to because I want to see IMAX. There's mm-hmm. a 15-minute IMAX section in this movie that I really want to see. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the airport section, actually. So I'm really excited to see that. Um, and uh, at that point, once I bought those, I'm like, I realized I don't have the Dark Knight or, or the, the Batman tickets yet. Mm-hmm. So I had to buy those, too. So I actually bought Civil <laughs> War before I bought Batman. Uh, I'm re- or, or Captain America. I'm all over the place today. All this stuff is getting so confusing. We're going to keep it on track. So I'm really excited to see Civil War and IMAX and Batman v Superman at the same place in the same seats. I'm really excited. Oh, you bought the exact same seats? Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> on both of them. They were both. They both had Batman v Superman wasn't as full as Civil War actually. Oh, well, I, I think that's telling. Yeah, uh, and that's a six o'clock showing for Batman v Superman as well, which is really weird. They never do six o'clocks. So anyway. At the end of this trailer, after the Civil War title, we get uh, our first visual treatment of Underoos, as we're gonna so call him. Yeah, and I, I think that I think the great part of the reveal is we we were never confirmed if we were gonna get it or not. We could we could infer that we might be getting something because we had a similar kind of reveal of Vision with Age of Ultron, save for the last trailer, basically at the very end, and just a glimpse. So I was expecting, oh, if we're going to get Spider-Man in this trailer, you know, he's probably going to be at the very end. So when the trailer ends and uh, we see, uh, you know, we see the Civil War trailer, you know, that's like the those 
couple seconds there are super crucial. I'm starting to like analyze them in like just in microseconds of just like how's the audio dropping out? How's the logo fading? You know, should I glance down at the YouTube scrubber to see how much time is left in the trailer? So many things are going through my head. And then you you get that um, you start to get that uh, that voice track of Tony coming in and you go and I start thinking, "Oh my god, this is it. This is it. This is it." And when when the moment happened, I, I, I just, I couldn't even, I couldn't even process what I was seeing because like, we've seen like so many like fan made trailers by now. We've seen so many, like even professionals trying to fake Spider-Man in, in credit scenes and stuff. When I watched it, it didn't it, like, it didn't even seem real. It was just so weird seeing Spider-Man, this IP that's been separated from basically it's, it's friends and family for the longest time. And seeing it incorporated, it felt so alien. Like when I first saw it, it, uh-huh. it was just like this. This isn't. These things aren't supposed to be together. It felt at first. It just felt so bizarre because the costumes are so different too. We've had basically all of these characters so far in the Marvel Cinematic Universe showing their faces: Black Widow, Hawkeye, Captain America. We get to see. Uh, Tony in and out of the Iron Man suit all the time. So seeing like a character like totally shrouded, we don't see anything under him. And basically spandex, we haven't had a whole lot of spandex heroes yet. Uh, so it was just really like the whole, the whole thing. It was just so, it, it felt so weird on the surface, but like I, the excitement quickly like just swelled over all of that. And I was just like, holy fucking shit, that's Spider-Man. <laughs> as soon as he lands and he's holding Captain America's shield, such an iconic symbol in and of itself says that Spider-Man's introduction is something special and something you should behold mm-hmm. and that they were very, very excited to give that to us. And mm-hmm. I, I like you, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, this isn't real. Someone's, someone's fake this. Mm-hmm. And, and then I, it slowly sank in. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is it. We finally get it. And, uh, I couldn't be happier. To be honest, I could not be happier about about the inclusion mm-hmm. of Spider Man and this reveal and everything about it. To be to be frank, so what so what do you what do you think about the suit? I love it. Uh, to me, it there's an artist uh, in comic books called Alex Ross, and he does mm-hmm. kind of like what it's not watercolors, but his his drawings are more like paintings. Yeah, exactly. And, and uh, it looks like an Alex Ross drawing come to life mm-hmm. uh, for me because of the way it's very classic in Spider Man. I mean, I have a Spider Man. Uh, a, a life-size Spider-Man beside me, but also a, uh, a poster on my wall from one, Spider-Man issue 100, the 100th anniversary issue. Mm-hmm. And the way the face and the eyes and, and, and that looks is just very... It nailed it, and it didn't pull from the Ultimate Universe for the first time in forever. Yeah. They didn't try to make it look... Uh, like, the, the raised webbing in the new one, they took that down, they settled it down. It's a little less, I think... I don't know if it's less detail, but they didn't try to make everything stand out as much. Yeah, it it's kind of this weird thing where our first introduction of Spider-Man is a fully CG character, and there's there's pros and cons of that. And I, 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 that, I don't, I honestly don't think that's CG at all. The more you watch it, the more natural it looks when he lands. Uh, well, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just the way it looks. But just overall, I've, I've heard lots of different things because everybody has like huge opinions on this scene because it's the one that's been analyzed over and over again. Mm-hmm. So it's just like some people are saying it's fully CG. And if it is, there's a good chance that the CG's not finished yet. So maybe we shouldn't fully judge the 
the the the rendering that we're getting in this trailer 100%. Who knows? Because we all know the CG is like one of the last things to get done. I think in the in the original Avengers, like when they were CGing the Hulk, like that was one of the literally last things done on production was getting the Hulk ready to to go out uh, in the summer when the movie dropped. So like that that's one thing that could be a possibility. Some people are saying that the character is also fully CG maybe because they needed to hide it on set. You know, they didn't want anybody snapping any photos of like uh, Tom Holland in a suit or something like that. And they wanted the reveal to be in the trailer. And they maybe they were taking that very, very seriously. So like we'll put him in all in CG so we don't have to worry about any of that leaking or anything like that. So that's a possibility too. So, but either way, I'm very excited to where we can see the actual physical suit and like Tom Holland just walking around like a normal person, just standing next to people. I'm really excited to see how that suit translates because what we're seeing right now does feel very uh, uh, computer generated to me. So I can't judge it fully on that, but what we have with the costume so far is really, really cool. And especially with those emoting eyes, that that's amazing. Yeah, so th- those um a lot of people have asked like, does he have a um, uh, eyes like Deadpool? No, he does not. These mm-hmm. are not CGI eyes like Deadpool. These are camera lenses like eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're like shutters, like they're layered. If you get a good look at it. Um, also, something I like about it is that once you see the the official image that Marvel did release of it, it's got like a a fine fabric slash basketball texture uh-huh. um, uh, of the suit, and I really like that. It's much more fine. It's not like standing out. Like it doesn't stand out as much. Um, a couple things when he does the backflip over, he has the big large spider on his back uh-huh. uh, with the the square legs. Um, you'll have to take a look to see what I mean on that one. But on the front is a is a little bitty spider, which is really cool because if you look closely, and this is pointed out by um, uh, comic UI guy Brian Smith, is that it's a person, but like with a spider like thing drawn around it. Mm, like that it's is a, cool. Uh, so it's really really awesome. And and again, holding Captain America's shield is huge. Like that's that's one thing I look at over and over again is that, but he also has outside web shooters. They're outside of a suit. Yeah, and that's one thing that I'm really gonna enjoy about this iteration of Spider-Man is we're gonna get a lot of like little little things that I've always wanted wanted explained in a movie explained. Like I never I never once believed that Peter Parker, the super genius, could ever be like a se- a professional seamstress to make a costume because they've they've never really answered that in the movies. It's kind of easier to glaze over in the comic books because like technically, depending what universe you're reading, he made that costume like way back way back in the day before we were even born so he's had it forever so that question's just been in the background we don't really care about it so i like the idea that oh tony there's a good chance that tony probably just made the suit for him and maybe beforehand he was just like running around in like a hoodie like with like um with like a a a snow cap pulled over his face or something like that so i like that idea um i like the idea of maybe him and tony palling around because they're both scientists and maybe that's how he ends up on tony's team to begin with uh, I think that makes a lot of sense, and that'll be really cool. Uh, so I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just really excited to see how Spider-Man gets expanded. How much of the movie he's really in? How like is he going to be a big rising star in this film? I mean, how do you how do you do that if this is a Captain America film all about him and Bucky and their friendship and how it, it clashes with Tony? How does this big awesome mega edition of Spider-Man work into that? Yeah, I think I can definitely trust the Russo brothers, but like we said, so many unanswered questions. Yeah, and I th- I don't think I'm not I'm not tra- I think the reveal of Spider Man's big, but I'm not treating his role in the movie as huge. Like mm-hmm. I think he has an introduction with his very first proto suit, 
and then this one later on. Um, mm-hmm. And that's the reveal when he brings him out, like, oh, we, we got this guy. So I don't think he's going to be huge. But the movie is coming up next year, 2017. Mm-hmm. And uh, the actress slash singer Zendaya has been cast in a lead role. I have no idea who Zendaya is. I don't I, think I, I'm quite up on that music, whatever she's doing. Yes. So, um, I mean, obviously, uh, she <laughs> she's like appeared in like modeling work for Macy's and Old Navy. And, like, you know, a lot of how like a lot of young singers and stuff do. Mm-hmm. Um, but like other than that, like, I think she's on a Disney channel. I think that's where they got her because she was on mm-hmm. the series Casey Undercover. Basically, what what it sounds like is yeah. the Spider-Man universe is full of these younger people, and as we get older, we lose touch, and we basically don't know who these younger exactly. actors is. <laughs> so this actress, Zendaya, she is not the love interest. They're not. They're, they've said pretty much that this isn't like a love story kind of deal that's for good. Spider-Man. That's good. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's supposed to be 15, 16, so that's great. Um, I feel, I think it's going to be White Tiger. Ooh, uh, she looks cool. like she looks like White Tiger. If she's not a superpowered person, then maybe she's just someone to pal around with. But they're getting very diverse with the casting early on, so that's interesting. To see how much of the ultimate um, Miles Morales maybe characters they pull into this mm-hmm. um, for that. But oh well. And while they're filming it, the working title will be "Summer of George," a Seinfeld reference. <laughs> now, I love that. That's that perfect. that that sold me on it. I'm like, the people working on Spider-Man are awesome. And I really can't wait for it. Like, it's, it's going to be fantastic. I'm glad we get to see it. Um, I don't think we're going to see any more of him going forward uh, until the movie comes out. Yeah, definitely. And, I, and I, th- something... I think I think kind of the last thing I want I wanted to touch on specifically with Spider-Man is I saw some people kind of complaining that they wish they wouldn't have ruined, the, they wouldn't have spoiled the reveal of Spider-Man. And I think from the very beginning it was engineered that that spider-man was going to be dropped in the trailer you know i think we're really far past the moment in hollywood where trailers are being cut after the fact i think movies are being made to the point where they're just like okay how are we going to reveal spider-man oh it would be really cool if we reveal him in the trailer i think a lot of that a lot of those talks are happening and are not necessarily uh, cut away from the production of the movie. Yeah. So I, th- I think this was kind of this was organized ahead of time, and plus it makes me think that if we're getting this uh, tr- this reveal of Spider-Man in the trailer, that maybe he doesn't have such a clear cut reveal in the movie. Possibly, you know, maybe we do just kind of get like a, a simple like, oh hey, this is meet my friend Peter Parker or something like that. He's a a student at the high school who's interning at at Stark enterprises or whatever like that so i think maybe it could just be like a soft introduction to spider-man in the universe well, maybe isn't just so clear-cut so we I, get the clear-cut intro in the trailer i'm gonna take it back a little bit and just say like to to in in response to that is that again that this looks cgi probably because they filmed him doing it on a, a complete green screen so no one would see it mm-hmm. and but they want to control when the reveal was unlike mm-hmm. the vision where people were snapping production shots of the vision Exactly. No one released any production shots of Spider-Man. If they waited till the movie, something was going to get out. Mm-hmm. Um, promotional artwork couldn't be used with Spider-Man if they wanted to. Um, any 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 marketing materials could have leaked out early if they didn't show it on their own terms. Yeah, or I'm not 100% sure of the worldwide release of this movie, but sometimes these Marvel movies come out a week early in other parts of the world, and if that happens, you know, easily that stuff's going to get out. Yeah, so they, 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 they control the whole process, like you said, which I agree with. They planned it so no one would get it early. Uh-huh. So, I agree. 
Something we're not going to get early is Daredevil. I hate to admit uh, it. Yeah, we're, fi- so, <laughs> we're finally uh, transitioning off this uh, Civil War. Uh, I, I, I'm excited, but let's get into really what's kind of coming up. Yes. So just uh, other news that came out. Very excited about this. Uh, Daredevil PSA released this Friday on Netflix. Make sure you renew your subscription. Watch the first season. Don't be afraid to watch Jessica Jones either. And watch Daredevil, Punisher, Elektra. They all show up. Really excited to see how that works. Our spoiler cast will be a week later rather than the typical weekend because it's 13 hours of a show we got to watch somewhere yeah, in there. E- even, even if we had the physical time and we, you weren't really busy, uh, it, it's nice. We did the same thing for Jessica Jones. We want to give people that listen to the show a week uh, to watch it, you know, so we, we can all kind of spoiler cast it together. We may talk our uh, like a little bit on our reactions to what we've seen oh, so yeah. far on, on we'll Sunday. Have, but we'll have initial impressions for sure. Yeah, but, but don't worry. We're not going to ruin it for you. On that note, Marvel's Luke Cage has given an official release date. Mm-hmm. Uh, September 30th of this year. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, which is follows the same kind of premise almost 11 months earlier than the last one. Mm-hmm. So there's never any release guaranteed release window for any of these movies or TV shows. They just kind of... I guess the movies are all set in stone now, kind of, but the... The, the TV shows are like, yeah, whenever we want to put them on Netflix. Um, September 30th is a little later than I thought it would be, but still early enough to fill that void between uh, Suicide Squad and Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they were missing. And just yeah, and just jumping off of Luke Cage, it seems like if Luke Cage is going to be basically kind of, I guess you could consider it the fall uh, in the in the fall yeah. of this year. It seems like right around this time next year might be when we're getting Iron Fist. Yeah, I would say probably somewhere close. Hopefully. Um, it sounds like they're they're working on it uh, with all the rumors we've we've heard. So let's uh, hopefully he gets introduced in Luke Cage. So we'll knock on wood right now. I'm gonna knock on the wood desk and hopefully we'll get something in a year for Iron Fist. So yeah, and that kind of begs the question of if Iron Fist is gonna be around this time uh, that this next year, uh, what follows Iron Fist? Are we gonna get maybe a second season of Jessica Jones? Or possibly it's defi- are we? Is Defenders Jessica Jones two will have to be after Defenders? They said. And then, so if, if, if that's going to be Defenders, like, is Defenders going to be into summer? Is it going to be in the fall? Either well, that's, way, I, that's I'm liking su- how I like that- how we get these double dips every year. We get two bits of uh, Netflix. Well, so I can't say summer because Spider Man is 2017 summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would say fall again because Thor is a November release again. So they'll mm-hmm. want to fill in that uh, Iron Fist, uh, you know, uh, Thor or not Iron Fist the. Spider-Man Thor gap with the Defenders is my guess. Yeah, and that, that sounds le- great. And that gets them ready for Infinity War in 2018. So mm-hmm. cross yeah, fingers, and, knock on wood. And, and if any of this scheduling is getting really, really confusing, we have an upcoming releases page on our website at SuperheroSlate.com where uh, Chris diligently updates all of these release dates, release dates as they change. So you can get a nice, really at-a-glance list of everything and when it's coming out. You don't have to hunt down the release dates and like open up a 1,000 tabs on IMDb. We got it all laid out for you. Yes, everything is updated as of this week, including TV show schedules, so uh-huh. feel free to check that out. Oh, that would have been an awesome transition if we were moving into uh, TV news. <laughs> yeah, but we're not. We're scheduling in a Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, the first summer movie of next year. Uh-huh. That's very important. This kind of ties in. So Sylvester Stallone, on set, apparently looks like Judge Dredd. <laughs> like, so he's like he's in costume because yeah, I think last yes. time we talked about Stallone, we weren't a hundred percent sure if he was just like on set visiting. But it's uh, he, like he had a, no, he had a script last time. So if he had a script, he probably wasn't visiting. He was probably in the movie. 
Um, and on set, in costume, he looks like Judge Dredd, which I would say <laughs> would be Novacor. Yeah, so maybe he's just like a, a, a commander in Novacor. So I do have a rumor that he, the from set, again, that he is just playing a Ravager instead of a, a Novacor. Mm, so okay. working with Yondu's crew instead of the other one. Oh, possibly. So that's what they said was on set, but I can go. I Honestly, at this point, I don't care. Uh, he's not a main point of the movie, yeah. probably. I mean, it would make sense. We are supposed to be getting a lot more of Yondu in this movie. It kind of seems like Yondu is kind of joining the Guardians, at least in some iteration in this movie. So maybe uh, a, a different Ravenger comes back around asking, he, like, hey, Yondu, what the hell are you doing with these guys? I'm Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> he's probably, honestly, I think he's probably pissed off because <laughs> Quill gave him the the troll doll instead of the orb uh, the last one so we'll have to see how that goes that's exciting and then howard the duck is to return not in like any big capacity (laughs) but like like he'll show up again because they've built him and and like he had a good Uh response out of the last one Hmm. my guess Uh is they probably go back to nowhere the planet to do something and 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 deal with cosmo and and howard and and yeah maybe he's just like ordering a drink at the bar or something yeah something funny something cool nothing huge so i'm glad i'm glad they they know how to play that guy out a little bit (laughs) that'll be fun and uh speaking of sequels kingsman 2 that's coming up uh they're they're working on that Uh, halle berry is to join the cast as uh not the villain but possibly (laughs) in the role of like a, a mentor of some sort i think they said she was cia um it's not anything i don't have details on it but she's joining kingsman too i think uh, holly berry puts a, a bad taste in a lot of superhero fans uh, mouths just because she she is a she's a, an accomplished actress that has been in great movies she has won academy awards that is totally on point but the superhero representations she's had have not been the greatest <laughs> catwoman storm it's just uh, Hopefully she integrates well into Kingsman. Yeah, so as if if Kingsman was a world of superheroes, I'd be worried. Mm. Um, but as she's going to play probably something more like she was in um, that movie with Hugh Jackman before they did uh, a lot of the X-Men. I can't remember what it was. Either way, I don't think she'll, she'll be superpowered, so that's great. Julian Moore, however, is joined as the villain. Oh, I love that. Julian Moore's amazing. Yes, yes. Um, you might remember her from such films as Jurassic Park, The Lost World, and The Big Lebowski. So <laughs> excited to see what she brings to Kingsman 2. I'm really glad they're moving forward with it. Uh, they say this might be a two-parter, or like they might be working towards a trilogy, uh, but nothing confirmed on that yet. That was just pure speculation. So we'll see how that plays out. There's not enough comic book for me to, to, to think they get three, but we'll see. However, speaking of Storm and Halle Berry, X-Men Apocalypse is right around the corner. Uh-huh. We always forget X Men Apocalypse. I hate to admit yeah, it, but like they just aren't blowing me away. Yeah, it's just totally overshadowed right now with the big milestone movies. You know, Civil War is a huge deal. Just dropped Spider Man, Batman vs Superman. The first time you get Batman and Superman in a movie together. X Men, we've seen like every incarnation of X Men. It feels like by now, so it's just like there. I this is like safely kind of tucked away, kind of after all of this beginning summer madness yes even though it's in may as well <laughs> um so here's uh we got two posters first we have the apocalypse and his horseman mm-hmm. um it has the x and it looks like it's rusting away and it says destroy and you can see magneto psylocke young storm and young angel that's cool mm-hmm. um on the same point they made one called x-men defend which is xavier with nightcrawler gene gray uh, cyclops Quicksilver, as you can see, now is joining mm-hmm. the team. Um, Mystique and her 
human form, not her blue form, and Beast. Um, what this goes to show me is you kn- I can't tell any of these fuckers apart. Uh, they're <laughs> all wearing the same color suits. I don't really know how they're going to distinguish them. Um, Psylocke and, and Magneto have very distinguished outfits. Mm-hmm. Angel has his wings. Uh, yeah, I think it's the villains look way cooler in this movie. <laughs> yeah, they look way cooler. And over here, it's like, you know, if you're going to go spandex, do it in the fucking 80s. Like with this mm-hmm. movie set. Like, make it bright and colorful, not dull and black and armored. Like, yeah, yeah there's there's been a lot of complaints about these, uh, these X-Men costumes. So this poster just kind of says, like, yeah, they maybe have a big story, but they didn't really think about how to make it fun. So I'm, I'm not sure how... I, I don't know. I wasn't very sold on Days of Future Past either, but... Well, uh, I mean, I mean, I enjoyed Days of Future Past, and I, I liked it because I went in with low expectations. I, I'm kind of going in with low expe- expectations for Apocalypse just because the trailers have just not been killing it. They have not been selling me in any in any way at all. Like it just seems like uh, more X Men. So you know, I, I will go. I will. I will gladly see this movie, um, mm-hmm, and hopefully yes. it blow. And hopefully it blows me away. Um, I'm just hoping it sounds like this is, this is Jennifer Lawrence's last X-Men movie, right? Uh, in theory, yes. So, yeah, so I'll, I'll be kind of happy to see her shepherded out. I just don't want this super giant megastar just like trouncing my movie, uh, when she is not a, a character that should be trouncing everything. You know, she's just mystique, you know, she doesn't, she, she's not the, she's not, you know, Wolverine. She's not like Cyclops. She doesn't need to be in front of everything. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out, and, but we'll find out on May 27th. I'll be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, tickets will probably... There'll probably be a third trailer on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm My guess would be before Batman and Superman. It would be a great time to play it. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I, we'll see, I think we'll see more then. So hopefully they'll, they'll get us hyped by that point. Um, like you said, the other trailers did the same thing. So cross mm-hmm. fingers. Justice League starts filming in April, but in the meantime, they've cast... J. Jonah Jameson as Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> by that, yeah. I mean J.K. Simmons. Yeah, it, it's it's so funny because it's like it's like a good and bad thing. We are all kind of hoping our inner fanboys would be serviced and somehow they would bring back J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah and Spider-Man because he just personifies the role it, to a it out T. Of the park. Yeah, yeah. Just to, I think almost he is the better casting than we've had at you know for xavier wolverine uh tony stark you know he like even though it's a smaller role he just nailed it like no hey, one he chewed that scenery like nobody else in the spider-man movies. yeah no one else is like i can't imagine anyone coming close so when you see he's gonna be commissioner gordon it's just kind of like oh it's sad because we know like that dream is gone, but I think he's going to make a great commissioner. Gordon J.K. Simmons is yeah. a is the man. He he's taken a lot more serious roles lately, and I think he'll nail it. And what's really funny is the second they cast him as Commissioner Gordon, finally pictures of Spider Man show up when he can't be J.K. Sen- or J. Jonah Jameson. So I'm yeah. I'm really excited to see. This is a great addition to this, and kind of leans towards a rumor that Gotham City is where the Justice League will take their take their home. Hmm, maybe. So it's interesting. Also, some Atlantis will feature heavily in Justice League, and I can feel that simply because Aquaman was essentially we saw more Aquaman than anyone else mm-hmm. uh, who's not really a part of Batman v Superman as big. Uh, we saw we've seen a lot of him. Jason Momoa is a big name, so I think I think it'll be fun to have him. Mm-hmm. And uh, the writer of the film, uh, I think it's uh, Chris Terrio, said that this is not as dark as the previous films. In, oh, in, that's kind of, all right. I mean, that uh, kind of makes sense. Justice League always kind of is a little bit more uh, upbeat. Yeah, so I, I mean, 
I don't think Man of Steel is too dark, to be honest. Um, but maybe Batman v Superman is really super dark, and so will Wonder Woman. I well, hell, if they can make that supposed rated R release, I guess it is dark. <laughs> yeah, the the intensity, the intensity mm. of Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. Our next topic, actually, uh-huh. good way to bring that up, is to premiere at New York's 4D theaters. Yeah, I I. I've never experienced a 4D theater, just how they've been explained now, because I guess they're kind of making a resurgence. I, I feel like maybe at one point in time, I've gone to a theme park when I was a kid, and maybe they they misted so, some water on you during like a so fish animated have you been thing. Have you been to Disneyland in Florida? Uh, uh, no, I've never, I've, okay. I've never been to uh, one of those Disney parks in Florida. So in Florida, they have one called Muppets 40. And mm-hmm. that's what they do. They put up bubbles and they spritz water on you. And this is really stupid. Uh, and so according to the, the release on this, the 40 theaters will provide environmental effects synced up with the movie, including motion-activated seats, uh-huh. wind, fog, rain, lightning, vibration, snow, and scents. I no, I think I think maybe some people out there would think this is a gimmick, but I mean that this is the definition of gimmick, but it's a gimmick that I want. That sounds really really cool. I don't know I don't necessarily know I would want to go 4D with my very first showing of it. This sounds like a great way to get me back into the theater. And if it's done well, you know, if it was like at a theme park, you know, at a at a 4D theater that I could truly trust, I could get that. But like I can't imagine this being a really widely adopted thing because you can't even trust some theaters out there to yeah. even project 3D, right? So um this sounds really, really cool. I would I would love to hear what people think about it if they end up going to it. Yeah, I definitely agree. This is something I don't want to go to. Like, maybe if I, a Resident Evil movie, a movie uh-huh. made for this stupid kind of gimmick where I don't uh-huh. really need to watch the movie. Because I'm one of those people, like, if I see even, like, a light, it's, like, somewhere that's not supposed to be there, I get taken out of the movie. Uh-huh. And I think being moved around and, like, stuff, like, hitting me would, like, distract me from the film itself. Uh-huh. And I, that's why I'm not on board, but I want to try it. You're right. I want to try it so hard. Yeah. And see what and, it's like. You know, and I, I don't I don't know how many more opportunities we're going to have to talk about Batman and Superman before the movie drops. So I, I just want to go ahead and go on the record that I am so hoping that this movie nails it, knocks it out of the park, and I'm just so ecstatic when I leave the theater because I really, really want to look forward to the, the, the next 10 years out of Warner Brothers in DC. I want to be like... I want to be like scraping for every little screenshot or onset picture for like the next 10 years. Like, cause I want to be excited. So I really hope they knock it out of the park. Uh, but we just got to wait and see there's got to wait two more weeks. <laughs> yeah, we do. And I think we'll get there and I'm really excited. Um, but in the meantime, we will sit at home knowing our TV superheroes are safe. Yeah. The warm uh, this- glow of the television will keep us safe. The CW has renewed every current show they have. Uh huh. That's which is unheard of uh, before sweeps, and honestly, for every show to be renewed is really rid- ridiculous. But that includes Arrow, Flash, I Zombie, Legends of Tomorrow. All four DC properties will be coming back to the CW next year. Yeah, um, and I, for I think multiple we, seasons. Yeah, I think we all kind of saw uh, Arrow and Flash coming back. I'm kind of curious how many more seasons are left in Arrow because it's the show's really starting to drag on for me. Like I'm. I really just don't know how they're going to kind of reinvent what they've put out there so far. So I don't really know how much Arrow 
steam has left into it, but I can totally see at least another season. And obviously the Flash is getting renewed because it's amazing. I haven't seen iZombie yet. I've been hearing some decent things about it, so that's cool to see it getting renewed. Legends of Tomorrow is kind of more of the the bigger thing that I'm surprised about because um, I we weren't really sure how this was kind of supposed to incorporate fully to begin with. You know, they're kind of taking these uh, these uh, side characters and basically lumping them all together and making making a show out of it. So I wasn't sure if it was going to come back around for another season. You know, is Legends of Tomorrow going to be another time traveling thing in season two? Uh, or is it going to be more in one time period? You know, how are they going to, are these characters basically going to disembark? How, how to keep it fresh is the question. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, I because, wonder. Because I think they need to change up the roster. I've been watching the yeah. show. I'm not sold on it completely. I mean, it's not horrible, but like. Are you are you ca- are you caught up with the show? Because we haven't had much of a, a chance to talk about it. Are you, I, are you up to date? I think I'm missing one or two episodes. Now. Okay, well, well, you're definitely further along than 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 I am. We've seen I think three three episodes, and I I still have them all queued up. Like we still want to watch them, but like it's just not been grabbing me with those first couple episodes. We we've heard through the grapevine that other people do agree, but it it gets better. They're saying that the, there's later episodes on that are that are really engaging. So I'll have to see if I, those I can grab that. me. But I mean, I, agree with that. I mean, Daredevil's coming up, so I'm going to be pouring myself in the Daredevil. You know, so it's just like I don't know when it, I'm going to get back around that, to watching that, all these. That's your that's your that's your summer show right there, Mike. Uh-huh. It's Legends of Tomorrow's because we're not watching Gotham. Let's be honest, we're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna go back and watch Gotham mm-hmm. at this point. But um, I, I think Legends of Tomorrow is, is interesting. They need to change the roster, which is a great point. They can bring mm-hmm. anyone they want to. If Constantine needs to come back, guess where we can put him? Right there. Oh, that would be awesome. Maybe. So, oh, that's okay. You're you're blowing my mind right now. Okay, let's. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna jump into this a little bit. So, what if the next season, instead of focusing on time travel, maybe we focus on magic. Maybe we maybe we focus on a very mystical point of view. So maybe we do bring in Constantine and maybe bring in another like magic spirit user, and we really focus on that realm of existence. Because I mean, if if Legends of Tomorrow is really good at going into different scenarios like time periods, maybe we can go into different like spirit worlds and stuff like that. I love that idea. And, and, it, I, think and it, I think they're good costly for tv but i mean arrow's bringing in vixen another character that kind of has ties with that uh-huh. and jonah hex is actually will be appearing this season later on so i bam I, there I you agree go with you that and, and again the hawk people are the worst people <laughs> yeah I've, i keep i keep hearing that so you're not alone <laughs> so hopefully they don't have to have vandal savage as the villain for the second season yeah I mean, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. And this on a, on another little on another little note, the the past two weeks there's been no Arrow and no Flash, but we we know that there's supposed to be a March episode that Kevin Smith is directing, and he's been posting stuff on his social media of him on set. I, I think where, it's I think it's April since he's filming it right now. Okay, so maybe maybe they pushed it back from what we originally heard. I th- so I that, think the filming was in March. So yeah, so, so that episode that episode's coming up soon. I'm getting really excited for that. In the in the Supergirl crossover, uh, yes, which, that's what we're talking about next, aren't we? So yeah, so Supergirl, the crossover with the Flash is coming up uh, this month as well. Um, so the F- Supergirl uh, is looking very likely. Very, this is a highly regarded rumor that they're going to renew for season two of Supergirl, which uh-huh. they should just call at this point Martian Manhunter because that's the only reason I want to watch it. <laughs> uh, I hear good things. I, I'm not sold completely yet, but Supergirl, if it's working, again, shows can evolve. Look at Shield season one. The first uh-huh. 
majority of that kind of was sucky and dragged on them just blew up awesome great so yeah. hopefully supergirl can do the same thing I, yeah. I really i'm really happy for them yeah and the biggest looming question that people have had for a long time is yeah they've they've kind of said that this wasn't going to be crossing over into the cw universe but we've never really had a, a concrete reason of why or how these two interplay and if the flash is coming over how that's going to happen it's it's been confirmed that the flash comes into supergirl's world through an alternate dimension so well, it, i, I it's, maybe it's yeah it's from the portal that they close and yeah the so so it seems like they're not like they're not just separated by a couple miles they're separated by space time so it doesn't seem like supergirl is going to is going to easily integrate into the CW universe any any simple way. So it's not like we're going to be seeing Diggle pop up on this on CBS anytime soon helping out Supergirl. It seems like this is just kind of a gimmick to get people over to CBS watching Supergirl, which is unfortunate. I was kind of hoping that maybe we would get like a a joined universe there somehow, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Yeah, no, it's all right. That's fine. We got we got other stuff to worry about. They got time travel and universes. Flash is all over the place. I love it. I love it. Uh, we're going to break it down to something a little more uh, realistic here. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yes, realistic. Uh, the TV series that's on Nickelodeon right now. Okay. The 80s version of the cartoon characters from the TV show are to appear on the new version in a cross-dimensional episode as well. Apparently, that is the that is now a solid tool in the writer's handbook of how we get uh, properties to cross. We're just going to open up some sort of wormhole, and that's how we're going to explain that, it. <laughs> well, that's that's kind of what the Flash did. They showed uh, the old Flash version, um, the John Wesley Ship version from the 1990s, when he went through dimensions, and um, they make references to other shows as well, like Smallville. So yeah, like that's I guess that's what they do. That's like a requirement almost for these types <laughs> of shows. So if you want to see your 80s turtles appear on the new Nickelodeon show, we'll let you know when that comes up. Uh, maybe eventually. And then Mike's. Uh, a second favorite movie coming up, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Out of the Shadows, is coming up. And the first look at the new Shredder has, has landed, um, and it looks kind of all right. I'm going to yeah, be he, honest. He he looks very reminiscent of Shredder action figures I had growing up, so I'm I'm okay with this. This looks oh, cool. It looks like his, his mouth uh, plate's made of knives, and he's not, like, slinging a bunch of blades around like the first he one. He looks super – Shredder doesn't look like anybody you want to want to literally bump into. Like, it, he's going to be, like, ripping your clothes. He's going to be, like, pulling on threads. You're probably going to have to get a couple stitches. So it, it's, a, it's not a suit you want to get close to. Yeah, definitely not. So that's coming out later this summer. We'll let you know how that goes. Um, Shredder, this is one of those movies I'm on the fence with. I might go and just, like – I, honestly, this is probably going to be a, a, a red box or a Netflix for no, me. No, no, you got to go see for, it in theater. For me, we can talk about it. But there's so many villains and bad guys. I just don't. Yeah, uh, yeah I, 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 I don't necessarily know if TMNT is going to end up being a spoiler cast necessarily, but we will at the very least dedicate a, a, a segment of one of our shows to talk about the movie. Chris, if you if you make it to the theater, maybe we could possibly spoiler cast it. So uh, it's it's going to be on you if, if the fans enough, if the fans if out there of the show tell me, I will go. That's that's <laughs> what it'll take. Okay, so we'll do that. Uh, however, something else I'm probably going to Netflix because I think this is only on Netflix is the new DuckTales TV show. Yeah, and this is we, this is this is, looks cool. We got our first look and uh, probably from our intro, you could tell that uh, we're we were doing some DuckTales theme songs earlier. Yeah, the uh, the the art looks really, really cool. This is really interesting because I, I follow a lot of artists um, on social media, like through uh, Tumblr and Instagram. 
and uh, the reaction to just this panel has been really really positive a, a lot of like the the storyboard artists and the revisionists and animators and stuff that I follow are really really digging this art style and I really think it's cool too it it just it fits in really really well with the with the the kind of the joyous nature of the cartoon show and it looks like we're we're adding a couple ducks maybe i, I like so when I, I remember that, ducktales i remember the the uh, scrooge mcduck and H- three Huey, kids Louie, and dewey yeah yeah it looks like we have we have an added uh, an added female uh, duck uh, suey and, i'm gonna call her suey and who's is that Donald? I think that's Donald on top. top? We'll so, like, assume that's Donald until otherwise told. Yeah, it, it looks fun. I just hope they nail the theme, theme song. That's what we all remember from the original DuckTales with that killer theme. So, Yeah, I think they'll probably use it. I like it. Uh, it says SMD for Scrooge McDuck, $100 on the front there. Uh, really fun. I like the art style, too. Let's see how that plays out later this year on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And lastly, for shows from the 90s, early 2000s, that are returning, The Tick has been picked up by Amazon uh, mm-hmm. to, to, to premiere. I enjoy the Tick TV series uh, with Patrick Warburton as the Tick from late 90s, early 2000s. Well, I think it was a Fox show if I it, if Yeah, I it, it was remember. a Fox. And yeah. I, own it, I own it on DVD. Uh, mm-hmm. I found it at a half-price books for like $5 once. Mm-hmm. Love the show. It's very short. There's not many episodes in it. I think 6 to 10 like mm-hmm. before it was canceled, I really love it. It's really funny, really smart. None of those people will be coming back for this one, but, <laughs> but I think the Tick's really funny and, and it's a superhero that I remember watching early on and and kind of being kind of crazy and like zany and out there. And I think it'll work. So no, no property out there now will be looked over. Everything has a possibility of coming back now. Right. I mean, if I'm they're bringing if they're bringing back Full House, it. You know, and nothing's nothing's technically safe. <laughs> yeah, the Full House, uh, uh, Fuller House, Powerpuff Girls are coming back later this year as well. Uh, everything. If it's not if it's not been you know if it's not still airing, they'll bring it back for at least uh. one season. <laughs> so uh, that's it for the show. Uh, I can't believe we're still like at an hour right now, with, and, like thirty uh, something minutes of Civil War. <laughs> that's another hour in the books that we got going. Yes, uh, uh, we're almost at seventy hours of regular shows. Uh, podcast and not including like i guess seven or eight on spoiler cast i looked at it this week so we can we can fill up your fill up a month pretty soon yeah you better get that that? 32 gig iphone not 16 that 16 gig iphone's not gonna handle it that's right (laughs) uh and uh, i mean maybe maybe they have an ipad where they listen to us and 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 you do stuff with an ipad don't you don't you draw on your (laughs) ipad pro how can they follow you and learn about your drawings mike nice segue co-host uh, you you can follow me at Microyer Design on Twitter and Instagram. I'm really cranking up my drawing this year, so if you want to check out what I'm what I'm sketching, head on over there. And as always, you can read my web comics at pickledcomics.com. Uh, Chris, you are going full steam into the con season. You're going to be hanging out with some other podcasters coming up here soon. Where can they follow you to see what zaniness is going on with you? You can follow me on Twitter at Valdan, V-A-L-D-A-N, and you can also go to ComicUI.com and see what's going on there. Um, I, I've been wanting to break down the Civil War trailer there, but I just haven't had time with all the cons coming up. But you're definitely on Twitter as we'll be posting and live tweeting this weekend at C2E2 in Chicago. So uh-huh. uh, if I run into anyone famous, you'll know. You'll know for sure. Uh, and otherwise, I mean, if they want to, you know, I mean, they'll listen to us now, Mike, but if they want to share and when uh, some Star Wars codes 
How can they do that? Where can they find us the internet well, contest? The best place is to go to SuperheroSlate.com. That is where you can find the links to every single place the show lives on the web. We are on iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Tumblr, email, Facebook, Twitter. We got it all. We got it all, baby. Apparently, that just like that car that zoomed by, it's got plenty of horsepower over there. Vroom, okay. vroom. <laughs> you know, if, if, you're, if you're a fan of the show and you want to win some codes, head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. Uh, that's great. It helps us pop up in front of the other people's eyeballs. The funnier the better, too. The funnier yeah. the better. There you go. And if you're a super fan of the show, just give give it the show a share. Share it with a buddy. Uh, spread the love of Superhero Slate. And that's what I got. Uh, it's been a great week. Uh, that Civil War trailer finally dropped. I feel like I got a weight off my shoulders that I finally saw Spider-Man yeah. in the MCU. I'm, I'm ready to roll into this uh, summer movie season. Yes, me too. And like he said earlier, if you want to find out what those release dates are for the next several years, go to SuperheroSlate.com and click on our movie TV schedule page. Yep, upcoming releases. Yeah, yeah. So, all right then. Well, I guess we'll catch you guys next week. And don't forget to enjoy Daredevil. All right. Adios, everybody. Don't forget to spring forward. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe.